There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Plus, check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. Now entering Nerdist.com. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the stage Jonah Ray and Matt Myra. Hey, guys. Got some uh, water. Raven Ale. Baltimore's own. <laughs> The, uh, the Wire. Oh, I, for, I forgot we were near I Baltimore. S- you fucked the Red Sox, you guys. Way you to would, be You dicks. would, too, if you had the chance. Hang on a second. Your season meant nothing. I was up there in my office watching this game, and I felt my life flashed before my eyes. Because the other because thing the was team, getting the pointses? Because the other team that was in the last places got the pointses. You're not allowed to make the same guy no. that doesn't know sports joke as me. I'm just you watch saying the, what you're you saying. I'm trying to break it down for you. All right. <laughs> anyway, you guys are jerks sometimes. What? I didn't say anything about your dumb sports no, no. habit. Baltimore. Oh, <laughs> Baltimore. <laughs> oh, Baltimore. That was, that was the best. The best. Like, it's like if you want to know like how real Chris is about uh, like like the kind of like from his material how you understand him. It's like I was like, oh, this guy we know. It's like, hey, our, uh, that guy we know. He went to uh, Green Bay to watch a football game, and Chris was like, oh, that's a fucking dumb idea. <laughs> I'm the worst. I don't know. <laughs> and, you know. The hardest part is that. I, I guess, you know, I guess because I look like a dude, people try to bond with me in public with sports, yeah. and I just, like, the only, like, and they'll go, yeah, you see that fucking game? Uh, Henson uh, took that last one, like, 32 yards, and then uh, McTavish uh, missed that 32-yard uh, <laughs> field. good fake names, Chris. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> my, so my, my defense is that I, am, I, I, I act like I'm agreeing with them, and then I just start explaining a Doctor Who episode to them. <laughs> Like, I know, and then when the doctor put the TARDIS in the middle of the Weeping Angels and removed it, and they were forced to stare at each other and, and be held in a, in a stasis, and then they just look at me, and the guy's like, that shit's not real, and I'm like, and you're never going to play in the NFL, and then I skulk away. Smoke bomb. Smoke bomb. Oh, bam. Yeah. oh I, my trap door when, stuck. When, <laughs> smoke bomb, they're just... <laughs> when we're, I, I think about sometimes, like, because, you know, it's surprising to me how many people are into sports. And uh, in, like, in the comedy writing area, it's like, it's like I'll be in a writer's meeting full of comedy writers, and, like, everyone will just start talking about the game. 
And I just I was like, maybe I should start watching sports. Like, maybe that's why I should get into golf. No, start gambling on it, and then you will be into it. Yeah? yeah. I guess I can understand from the, from the fantasy aspect where you kind of... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you which imagine. player is fucking which dragon? <laughs> fantasy sports where Tebow fucking uh, prays Tim to Tebow. a god that brings him fire dragons. Then he takes an arrow to every, the knee. Every time arrow he does that. <laughs> oh, a timely meme reference, my friend. You're welcome. <laughs> Three weeks ago... <laughs> It's a meme, Chris. It was over before it began. When we're, in a, when we're in a group and someone talks about sports, Chris kind of steps aside and points at me. Like, <laughs> I just throw like, a bat at yeah, him, yeah. like, here. here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm Deanna Troy, and I can tell if they're lying. I'm your secret <laughs> bridge weapon. You're, you're a weird sports empath. Yeah. Uh, that makes me want to talk about sports. <laughs> uh, I, I did over the break. How was your break? We haven't done a hostful since the break. Yeah. Uh, since the Christmas, uh, New Year's break. Christmas yeah. happened. Yep. We stayed in town yep. and drank and saw Battle Royale, on which is really fun. The fucking bloodiest Japanese movie. Uh, at Cine Family, we saw it. At Cine Family, I saw it on Christmas Day. So I missed that. And then I went to uh, the uh, the Jewish deli down the street. And Cantors. Cantors. And you it, could have just said deli. <laughs> really? Well, I wanted to really point it out how un-Christmas it was. It's called, then, the, it's called the kibitz room, everybody. I went the to the bar, room, yeah. yeah the so we got room. deli and then went to the kibitz room and got wasted. It was a delightfully quiet evening until the weirdest band started playing. And the singer was this old dude that we thought was just bugging people for change. And then he grabbed the mic and just oh, started singing Chuck Berry songs. A, did he have a cape? Was yeah, it that a guy? Sequins, a sequence yes. cape? Yes. Yeah, so and a sequence vest and a sequence yes. jacket. I have been there and for a that guy. soul. Yes, his soul is something. Yeah, I have yeah. been there for that guy, and then immediately after him... <laughs> I've been there for that guy time I know, I've and time seen again. Him. I've been every time. I'm like, I'm here for you, buddy. And uh, every time I have seen him, warming up in the corner is Tim Russ, who played Tuvok on Star <laughs> Trek Voyager. Really? Like, tuning up his Stratocaster, and then he goes out and plays Killer Blues. <laughs> really? Killer Blues. Yeah, that's what I called it. Tubac, you scream Tubac from the from the crowd. No, no, no. That sounds like you were trying to like you're at like a blues club and you're trying to not be white. Killer blues, guys. <laughs> you know really what? sad. I saw the guy once who was the voice of Schoolhouse Rock. The guy who had all those. No way, rah, really? Rah, 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 he, was he short and just... yeah, he was a document with feet. He was trying to get past. <laughs> you saw him today, earlier yep, today. Yep, I saw him on the steps of the Capitol building. Just sitting there. Yep, just sitting there. Oh, hey, Chris. <laughs> I'm an amendment. Ninety-nine <laughs> percent. They come to occupy the Wall Street Blues. Everything's he, uh, under construction, but we still have no jobs. He, uh, that guy. You expect him to be, like, just the educational guy, and he sings, like, really dirty songs. Really? I can't remember his name, but if you, if you look him up, yeah. <laughs> the what? Bill. It's Thank you, sir. Bill. Yeah, it's one name. <laughs> it's just Bill. Thank you, sir. Well played. Yeah. Well played. Bill's gonna fuck you. <laughs> it's Bill <laughs> A. Mendment. I, no. I watched American Horror Story over the break, which I fucking loved. Oh, it was so much fun. I've only seen clips out of context. It looks dumb. 
Well, it's fun. Yeah, just like that, I see clips of people going, and then the mongoloid came along, and then I was like, fuck you, and changed the channel. No, dude, uh, seriously, <laughs> if Jessica Lange does not get an Emmy for that show... It, I'll it, be okay with it. Yeah. My life that's will that, not like, change. Let me know that that's the least straight thing you've ever said. If <laughs> Jessica Lange doesn't get an Emmy for this one... Oh, wow. And, and I've, I've, I have heard you I've, say, I'll suck your dick. And, and that, <laughs> somehow, yeah. Jessica Lange not getting an Emmy... Yep, that's, that's how it. That's how Matt's been ending every bit tonight. Like, I don't know. We've been like we were walking here and just riffing around. And he's like, and then I suck your dick. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, I think sometimes when we do bits, we're actually telling the truth, Matt. Truth and comedy, yeah. Matt. Truth and comedy. Listen, when Greta's not around, terrorists still need to die. Remember, she can, <laughs> she can hear it. Oh, what were you doing when uh, Gaddafi died? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> not to say that. No, actually, what I literally was doing was fielding tweets from fucking people being like, whoa, is Greta blowing you? Oh, right. Uh, I'm like, it's not like a rule. It doesn't apply uh, all the time. It's just a standard. Yeah. 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 Um, Jonah, this is the absolute truth. Was Wednesday night, I did your and Kumail's show at Meltdown. Yes. Um, and then Jonah got on a plane and went to Jamaica to... Well, first I went to Atlanta okay. for uh, Sorry. What, what I found. What? Hot Atlanta. Hot no, Atlanta. you're not allowed. I, I went down to the ATL. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 404, represent. Um, now, has anyone ever made the joke that if you go to the 404, that Atlanta's not there? <laughs> that's a computer joke. Oh, my God. That's great. And then you just get there, and it just says Atlanta not found. <laughs> Someone had to have made Swear that joke. On the map, it seems everything was there. The address was there. <laughs> uh, no, we flew into Atlanta, when I, and on the way there, on the red eye there, I found out from Deanna that she got the cheapest ticket, and there was a five-and-a-half-hour layover. Oh. So this uh, was Thursday. I think. And today so, is... So, yeah, Wednesday night. And today is Friday. Is it? So you went to Atlanta and then had a five-and-a-half-hour layover then and then flew, went to Jamaica? Then flew to Jamaica and then took a two-hour... Very scary van ride <laughs> to what is called a beaches. To call what? Beaches. What is that? It's is that it's, a resort themed after the Barbara Hershey movie? Uh, it's That'd the be fucking weird, saddest that was sad. fucking place. Then that would be it. You get in free if you got cancer and a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's 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 like Sandals Resort, but it's uh, with families. And we didn't know that. We got there and just in time to like go and get the buffet. Standard, standard Jamaican fare. Prime rib and, sure. and muffins. Oh, getting yeah. all iry there, are you? Oi, oi. <laughs> Raka. <laughs> Would you like a refill on your lemonade? <laughs> Purika. Um, and then all of a sudden a stage by the pool lights up and there's a Sesame Street characters singing and dancing. It's a family resort. The fucking families everywhere. Oh, beaches is a family resort. Yeah, it's the family version of Sandals. Oh no! So yeah. so essentially, you escorted Deanna to Jamaica and then came to DC. Yeah. Then I woke up at 3:30 to get on another sketchy van ride uh, back to the uh, Montego Bay Airport. Uh, you know, the van ride to the uh, to the resort was full of people from uh, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's like the, the, the driver was like, all right, who, wait, who are you and what are you doing in Jamaica? Yeah, it was like fun and festive. And I grew up in an island nation, and sure. it was all fake. I can tell. All these fucking, the way people were treating all these fucking rich asshole white people. It was right. all fake. And then, they, like, like, the first lady, 
I'm Mary, I'm from Wisconsin, and I'm going to a wedding. I'm Tina, I'm also from Wisconsin. Four people from Wisconsin in the fucking van with What us. if they didn't know each other? Oh, they all went to separate resorts. That's fucked up. What if they didn't? I know, right? What is Wisconsin doing? You got a good it's deal. too cold for a wedding. Yeah. Have some cheese. Oh, well, Wisconsin is a <laughs> Wisconsin is a glacier, you know, most yeah. of the year, so I'm oh. sure I don't understand why they would. It sounds like like a weird compliment. That chick's a glacier. She's a glacier. She'll get there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> she can melt my ice cap. What does that mean? The glacier doesn't do that. I, exactly. <laughs> Um, but like, there's like, it's like the, the, some of the worst things I heard from the people uh, on the way there was uh, get, uh, hearing them um, like audibly get tense when we stopped at a, in like a kind of a busy corner. Like there was like a busy corner, a lot of people walking around and someone going, oh, are we, uh, and then the car went just like, <sighs> So you just mean that there were white people in the van and you stopped in a busy corner with black people and yes. the white people got tense. Yes, exactly. Oh, it was Jesus like a, Christ. And then the, this is best. There's like lots of, your, as you're driving along the coast, there's lots of like nice houses that didn't get finished. There's a, you know, just because of the ups and downs of the uh, economy there. So there's a lot of just, you know, corrugated metal, uh, like finishing these houses. And it's kind of a lot of like a lot of, you know, Shanty towns. I right. was trying to stay away from that term. Right. Um, but uh, but you like, failed. Yeah, shanty town. Um, but but there was uh, the guy behind me is like, wow, look at these like houses in ruins. It's like we're in another country. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Yeah, I it is be literally like, like that. It is. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's also like a parody on of itself. At the airport, there is a Bob Marley store. Oh come on. There is. <laughs> They probably, I mean, like, they probably, I mean, they must, they must survive a lot on tourism, so I guess they got to... Yeah, gotta yeah. I mean, like, on the way there from Atlanta, there was uh, just this, uh, this guy wearing a uh, uh, Bob Marley shirt, Bob Marley um, hooded sweatshirt, Bob Marley baseball cap. Wow. How white was he? Very fat and white. <laughs> very, <laughs> very fat and white. Um, you, 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 what, I went to the National Geographic uh, Museum uh, today and I, saw... <laughs> I did. I saw. I saw a lovely uh, exhibit on this on this hoard of of stuff that was unearthed. Did you see all of the National Geographic's that Jimmy Stewart sold? And it's a Wonderful Life. No. Weird reference that no one gets except me. That's anyway. why the mic cut out yeah. because of how boring <laughs> of a reference <laughs> it was. I was like, this is dumb. The mic, Matt. The, the mic was like, I'm gonna check out for a bit. No, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart's ghost dream. came down. Somebody's talking about me. Yeah. His, his dream was boo, to travel. Boo, I say a boo. boo. Then he had to say. <laughs> no, I made the uh, mistake of going to the National Air and Space Museum by myself. So, what? So you, no, just, you just mean you feel why bad because you was cried by yourself? No, I went in. I was like, eh, I would take pictures of everything. I get up into the Apollo. Uh, Please tell me you were doing that when you're like walking around. Hey, I take pictures of everything. I just wanted to. Oh. Look at that shit. I just hey, wanted to. The let... bugle's gonna love these snapshots. <laughs> Smile, I... Mr. President. Statue. <laughs> hey, you see this? They're walking on the moon. <laughs> uh, no, and then I went up to the uh, Apollo. Well, essentially, the entire space program's laid out with the astronauts, and then uh, I was. They have the actual there. astronauts there? That's so crazy. <laughs> just like, They're not doing much right I'm now. Armstrong just says, like, when's this Fuck shift going to be over? I'm tired of just sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> they were standing. Uh, no, but then I was like reading. <laughs> thanks, thanks anyway, I was reading about the Apollo thing, and, 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 and uh, Apollo 15 left a plaque on the moon dedicated to all of the astronauts and cosmonauts who died trying to get to the moon, so mm -hmm. on. It's like, you know, like Apollo 1 and stuff. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to... I did start crying. Really? By yeah. myself. 
Aww. I was like, I better go before these when, when you did that, families you like, think I'm creepy. When you start crying by, by yourself, you're like, oh, it feels like home. <laughs> <laughs> no, because someone's not going to be uh, alone for much longer. Oh, you're moving in. We're moving in with Greta, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Why buy the milk when there's something? I don't, I don't know how that goes. Well, She's I, lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> but them titties aren't. Am I right? I don't know what you're, why you're, I don't understand what that means. I follow Twitter. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little creepy. I do love DC, though. It's such a, and I'm not saying that for, to, to patronize DC you guys. DC Pearson's great. It, you know, <laughs> yeah, I was going to make the same joke. <laughs> the boy didn't have to sleep and never had to. I, it, it's, I mean, you, it's just that all these buildings are like famous people that you see, you see them your whole life and then you come here and there they are life size. Just these yeah, and they're all getting work done. Uh, yeah, but just, just like famous people. It is, no, I, it is. <laughs> you got a job on E, friend. I'm in the building. It fucking rubs off on you. Oh my God, the Statue of Liberty got those fake French tits. You better help her. <laughs> I know that's in New York. Uh, uh, but... <laughs> I, don't know I didn't want someone does. to be like, that's not fucking here. <laughs> like, I know, I was just there. You don't have any statues here with boots. I know what you mean, here. though. It's just like you see the stuff growing up your entire life on TV. And then TV. you see it, and it's so breathtaking just like to see these iconic buildings. I love, I, and it never fails to kind of catch me. Like, I feel like I can't believe what I'm seeing. And Furman and I, Mike Furman and I were touring through here maybe like five or six years ago. And we made it a mission to run all around Washington, D.C. and take pictures in front of buildings with the money that they're on. Like, oh, I remember right that. I remember them. that. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Trying to figure out, like, oh, no, 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 this is Jefferson. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. it's over there. It's <laughs> the White House. Uh, it was, it was That's really great. Yeah. I, I went to the White House. I was off, I got off the train and um, just wandered up. I saw signs at White House this way. I was like, it can't be that easy. They wouldn't put the fucking leader of the free world in the middle of a fucking city where there's streets that bombs could be driven on. And then I went, and it was just fucking just right there, and it was... It, the sniper's like, going to take you out right now. I know, I know. <laughs> you're stringing a lot of words together. <laughs> wow, this raven, never you more, huh? You should have told me. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. <laughs> wow. So not the first person to make but, that joke. But it is, uh, it is, it was breathtaking in also a weird way, just because uh, the guy that's in that house right now fucking, like, grew up in the same area as me. He's a fucking... Oh, Kenya? I get it. Whoa! Whoa! Sorry, you know, guys. Our fathers have I... a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst comedy partner in the <laughs> fucking world. No, I just the I felt the need to <laughs> the defend... Fucking, don't I touch me! I just felt the need... When he gets tipsy, he hits me really hard. That's the thing you guys should know. He's such an asshole. It's true. All right, you guys keep talking. Listen, I'm going to go on to Gone Wild on Reddit. It was crazy, though. There's boots. like a fucking Hawaiian. There's a fucking dude that grew up in Hawaii. He did. He's yeah, a sure local he Kaimbara that stay up in the White House. It's fucking make, nuts, cuz. Makes, makes good. Guys, what did you just say? Fucking, I'm re also reading Sarah Val's Unfamiliar Fishes, which is making me, making me fucking like very homesick. Oh, do you, do you ever go back? Do you ever go back to Hawaii? Every once in a while, my Why parents just live, get up here for hey, some reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, hey, in Jay Leno. Hi, what do you get the bitty? I go back every once in a while. It's my parents live in an apartment in Waikiki, which is like to them, it's like you know, they're like, oh, it's great, it's city living. 
You know, it's, uh, like there's like I was like, why? What do you mean? They're like, it's like we can walk a couple blocks to a store, and to them that's crazy. Jonah, we're getting a Chili's. They're getting yeah yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I go back occasionally, but I have to crash on a couch when I'm visiting home, and that's not very fun. Oh, your parents, do you got rid of your room or something? No, they live in an apartment now. They live, they live with my aunt. They have a fucking, my parents have a roommate. Oh, yeah. that's kind of awesome. No, it's, I mean, they're all great. I was, that's, that's how it is in Hawaii, though, you know. I was walking around here today being like, it's so awesome of them to leave all these sets up from those Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where he hid. Yeah. I, we walked. We walked in front of a Masonic, uh, la, a Masonic structure of some sort. It was the archives. Oh, was it the archives? That's where the secrets are, you guys. Oh, I, I, want, I, I still wanted to get video of you in front of that, saying your favorite line that didn't make the movie <laughs> National Treasure of this money. Uh, trying, to this so trying to tell me something. Yeah. 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 Dollar bills trying to tell me something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking was like, I was so stoked for that line. I had a T-shirt. We made. covered it. We covered it in another podcast. It got animated. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Fuck you, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that. I love you. Yeah, haven't you seen? This uh, money's trying see. to tell me something. Keep Is making that Keanu the Reeves. Movies. Yep, that's, that's Keanu, Reeves, Keanu Reeves doing Nicholas Cage. That's my. You have to make it a question. That's my Keanu Cage. This money's trying to tell me something. Yeah. <laughs> the devil's my father. Wait, what? <laughs> The phone box is a time machine? Oh. The angels of the phone box? <laughs> the bus can't go beneath 50 miles an hour? Listen, all I'm saying 55. is I think Keanu Reeves would make a great doctor. I'm kidding! Um, doctor asks a lot of questions. He really does. He really does. A lot of questions. Uh, you'd, you'd watch that, though, right? What? If Keanu Reeves was the doctor. No. You watched what? Tron 2. Tron 2! I put that underrated. Up so it's actually a lot of fun to watch. No, it's way, way, way overrated, and it got bad reviews. Uh, it's not... I think you just said two very different things. Yeah, you did. No, no, it's way... Yeah. It got bad reviews, and for that, it was overrated. Oh. oh. I'm saying. So, my argument stands. <laughs> case dismissed, Your Honor. Next move for case, dismissal. nerdier versus nerdiest. Jack McCoy, your witness. <laughs> uh, in uh, in North in Northampton, the ticket said Chris Hardwick's nerdiest podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Hey, you know yeah. what? Why should There were five apostrophe s's. I loved it. Really care. When you said, when you were talking about the Masonic Temple earlier, like two red lights came from the crowd. From oh, cameras, shit. But like at the same time, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's true. They're going to kill us so we have no more secrets. Masonic you. They bring us back and then we have no more secrets. These are the tables no, we true. should be sitting at that look like we should be concentrating really hard to blow each other's heads up telepathically like in <laughs> scanners. You're the Michael Ironsides. Uh, Ironsides? That was Iron Sides. Old Iron Sides is the USS Constitution. Thanks. <laughs> oh, well done. Yeah. That's in Charlestown, Massachusetts, which apparently has the most bank robberies per, per Ben Affleck movie or something. <laughs> per Ben Affleck per movie. Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't get more bank robberies <laughs> per capita Affleck. I swear to God, if I ever meet Ben Affleck, I. I wonder if he's going to think it's funny if I go, so where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I think that's funny. Uh, How about them apples? How about them? That's the wrong. That's the wrong one. I apples? know. That's the other one. What? 
So what are you guys, uh, you're going to CES next going week. Going to the Consumer the Electronics Show. Yep. I'm waiting for it to smell worse than Comic-Con. Yeah, because you got all those like post-masturbated guys coming from the adult entertainment expo. Oh, they're right Which next is, to each other. It's a different right weekend. Oh, so, oh, what? Different. Someone fucked up. Yep. I don't know who. Yeah. Everyone gets everyone gets some. We call it the nerd flu because everyone gets sick because they're just. It's 150,000 people for CES, and there are like bad neighborhoods at CES when you get into some of the. To the side, like yeah, and you're like a discman. This has already been invented. What's going? <laughs> you just get these weird, yeah. like that shit one. With when is this coming on? out? This will come out it's, uh, next week. Okay, so I can say this. Sony's like, hey, we got new stuff with the Walkman to make. Wait, 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 like, wait, wait. I, it's gonna be out next Thursday. Is this gonna be? Yeah, it's fine. The embargo's okay. off on Monday. I'm just don't worry about also, it. Also, wait, wait, don't, don't say it now because these people can just. Doesn't do matter. <laughs> also. Do a better Sony impression. It way matters. I'm not going to let you say whatever Fine. you're about to say. Talk to me later, guys. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Fine. It's not that good. Don't worry about it. Let's just say that the Walkman might be back. <laughs> Listen, as long as, I can, as long as I can play my Boys to Men single, I will be happy. As as that's not the one he got. As long as I can listen to Martika's <laughs> Toy <laughs> Soldiers over and over again. That's all I care about. The 18-year-old doesn't I had, know I had a I'm couple Kassingles. Uh, I had a Des Desiree's You Gotta Be on Kassingle. Which you sang the shit out of at karaoke at my Fuck birthday yeah, party. That's my fucking favorite song. He sang that at my birthday party for karaoke. You guys know Desiree? Yeah. Let's all go to karaoke after this. I'll sing You Gotta Be. <laughs> because you gotta. <laughs> Why don't you sing it now? That's not the song. It is. Yeah, it's the beginning of the song. Oh my God, no! It's the, but that's so, like a. I th I'm think I'm figuring out that you it's have to something think else. Think of the Oprah commercial. What is that? You got a fucking microphone. <laughs> what is it? It's, it's a, a song. song. <laughs> you sir are no, correct. Dude, that's like another song. What? Guys, it doesn't matter. Let's move on. No, no, no. Yeah, I, let's go talk about some more electronics. I want to figure this out right now in front of these people. <laughs> you could be my... What? I did... I... Okay. I like your smile. Uh, Bye. Shanice. You know what I am doing at CES. Back to oh, CES. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm putting, I'm putting my whole per diem check on black when I walk in. Oh, really? Yeah. What, I don't just, know why. You're just going to walk up to a roulette table and drop it black. Or did you mean Wesley Snipes in Passenger 57? <laughs> Wait. Why would you ooh that? That's a fucking line from the movie, you tight-ass motherfuckers. You guys do have tight asses. Nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> that is legitimately a line from Passenger 57. Always bet on black. Oh, that's right. And also... Don't pay your taxes. You're not going <laughs> to make it. You will. And then Steven Seagal dies. Yeah, he does. Yeah. That's a great movie. No. It's pretty good? No. Don't put, all, don't put your per diem check on a roulette table. Why? Why, why give that it's money? It's fun. It's not going to be fun. It's going to be done. For 14 seconds, it's fun. That sounds familiar. This is... <laughs> Chris, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is the guy that's seconds. like, it's like, oh, I'm so broke, I can't pay my phone bill. That he gets a check. He's like, I bought a guitar. 
uh, to be fair, I'm not, not going to go. Kumail said the same thing. He heard him say, he's like, he's like the other day at Meltdown. He's like, I, have I he's said like, I, oh, was I bought broke? a bass, and Kumail's like, you're a child with money. <laughs> <laughs> I did buy a bass, you guys. What kind of bass? A Hoffner. Oh, like uh, like a uh, yeah. Paul I'm left-handed, and so was Paul McCartney. So I said, well, let's do this. And do you even play bass? I do now. Oh, Matt. <laughs> oh, I'm not kidding. I'm actually really good. <laughs> Turns out. Turns out the top four strings of a guitar are the same as a bass. Yeah, yeah, they're way fatter. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so weird. I don't get it. Why did they go O? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, some people, they think they hear something, and then they just get all tight assy. Anyway, so yes, I can play the bass because I can play the top four strings of a guitar. So are you rocking uh, Beatles? I, I have gotten or? through the Beatles catalog up to Rubber Soul. <laughs> really? Yeah. Until you buy another thing on eBay? I'm looking for, I'm looking for a Rickenbacker. Rickenbacker? Who's from they, fucking Boston? They, hey, you're a Rickenbacker. No, I'd say Wick, uh, looking for a Rickenbacker. Rickenbacker. Looking for a Rickenbacker. Turns out they don't make lefties anymore after 2008. Oh, shit. No way. Fucking quiz. <laughs> Jesus. He said that in a character, so please. Wasn't me. It was Boston. It was the it was, city it of Boston. It Boston. You are fucking mean queers. I am Boston. And after, after you done uh, robbed the Sox of their uh, baseball trophy or whatever it's called. Hardwick, uh, you shut up. You know nothing baseball. about the Sox. <laughs> Go suck a dick, you non-drinking faggot. <laughs> Again, that was a character. Uh, you know what? And, and truthfully, it was fair. You put me in my place. Yeah. It was much deserved. I'm going to have some beer, Hardwick. You want some? Oh, I forgot. You're a pussy. <laughs> That's what, what they would say. That's what they would That's say. That's what the yeah. city of Boston You dumb says. pieces of shit for buying tickets. This is, th this is what a Boston person would say. <laughs> Not me. So they, so they wear red socks? I don't understand. They do. Matches oh, the uniform. Very clever. Yep. Wow. Um, That's why there were Red Sox and White Sox. Oh, sorry. <laughs> then Portland should be the Plaid Sox. <laughs> um, they should be. I'd vote for them to win. That's how sports work. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a, it's a democratic system. Yeah. They all go up and perform, and then the audience votes. The audience... I love that color pattern. Vote for them. First Fun. is something called a caucus, which means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> then there's something called an electoral candidate, which I don't know what the fuck that means. I thought I just went and voted for shit. Mm. What else, Andy works. Rooney? <laughs> <laughs> Am I dead? Because <laughs> he is. Think about that. I don't get dying. <laughs> the pearly gates are really more iron. It turns out you have to pay to be buried. In my day, we just dug a hole and put and then grandpa you just, in. And you just hear under the lid. I don't get the nine-tenths on a gas pump. What is that penny? That's real. You don't... What? That's a real thing he complained about. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> when parody crosses over into reality, can destroy the bit. Here's a good mashup. What's with the cotton in medicine? God! Here's a, here's a good mashup. Let's do Andy Rooney Mara and make him the star of the girl with the dragon tattoo. Why don't you take your pants off? <laughs> Daniel Craig's always breathing on my face. Man. 
It's yeah, okay. Well, I got a thing or two to show those rapists. <laughs> What's with Daniel Craig's chest? It gets bigger. Chris Hardwick, Jonah Ray, and Matt Myra in the three Andes, now playing at the 930 Club. <laughs> Tickets are only $25. Uh. Um, refunds at the door. Hey, uh. guys. Oh, shit, you know what? Oh, oh, there what? was something I was playing with. What? You want a new camera? Don't take it out. Yep, <laughs> take it out. I won't suck it. I think I, I, think I figured the song out on Bebop. What? We're going to have musical accompaniment today. Thanks to Bebop and Jonah Ray. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, turn it up just temporarily. You need to turn your phone up too. I did. It's all the way okay, up. Okay, there we go. All right. It's a uh, it, it, it sounded was better it sounded really good. We were also we were having drinks. I figured it out. You just can't hear it. No, yeah, I know. It's us. It's us. No. Uh, wait, wait, you guys. Wait, wait. It's not in tune. Wait, wait. Dude, I was totally doing this at home. It's the Quemens theme song. Yeah. I, Let's just go to Quemens. I feel like I just got raped by an observatory. That's why I was crying. <laughs> there it is. Okay. I'll, I'll probably cut all that out. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a question. It's a comment. It's a question. It's a comment. It's a comment. Wait, it's a question? I understand. But it's a comment. But wait, how can it be both? It's a question. Because it's a comment. Oh. Guys, there's a microphone at the front of the room. Yeah, North Face. We're talking to you. Yeah. So if you want to line up, we are going to answer live comments here at the 930 Club. Get behind him. Not everyone. We can't answer 750 questions. I can. See you in the back. We probably have time for like uh, seven or so quemments, and then we have a special <laughs> surprise there's for a, you. There's a mic up there. Oh, there. what am I doing? All right. Sit your ass down. I like to sit on tables. Um, you can Once on when I was in Boy Scouts, I was so fat, I sat on one of these types of tables and snapped it in half. <laughs> In my fucking Class A Boy Scout oh, uniform. Great. All right, let's do this. What do you got, Beer <laughs> NASA? Uh, that happened with me with the sink, so it's okay. What's oh, up? Happened with the sink? Yes. You're using it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sinks are for washing, not for sitting. Yeah. Take I a shit somewhere else, weirdo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually was wondering how you decide how to deal with a heckler. How do I deal with the heckler? Well, I just told that guy to fuck himself in the face. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty simple. So pretty much that's how I handle an entire audience. I don't audience. mind. I mean, you know, heckling is... A lot of times people just want to be involved in the show or they think they're helping, and it's usually not malicious. And to be honest, he was really right. <laughs> <laughs> Says the hipster. Man. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you know, listen, if someone's just trying to dive bomb a show and they don't shut up, eventually the crowd will turn on them. Um, but, you know, sometimes it's fun. It's sort of a verbal sparring match. And it also, for me as a performer, it just keeps me present in the show uh -huh. so, that, so that I don't go into autopilot with bits that I've done many times before. It just sort of... You um, shut, don't talk to him that way. <laughs> I got yeah, it. Jonah, I got it. You I totally got it, told that motherfucker. Got it. You go, shut up. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Um, so anyway, so that's 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 sort of that's sort of it. All right, thanks, All right. man. All right, well done. Uh, what is your name, sir? My name's Rob. Rob, what's, what's your equipment? 
Uh, first off, I want to admit in front of everybody that I, too, am a Dave Matthews uh, fan. Yes. <laughs> the other guy. Oh, yes, I'm the other one. Oh, oh how dare all of you. Thanks for your quement. Move wait, on. wait, wait, Next. wait. Why? What is with the viciousness of the booze? You know why? I, I went to school in the mid-90s, and I'm still holding on. Me, I too. I went to school in the mid-90s, too, and you know what I was listening to? Fugazi. I would have said a different band in a different I, town. I you guys are just as white as a Dave Matthews audience. It's true. He's got you there, yeah. DC. No, look at that guy. Look at that. <laughs> Shit. You that get on stage. Weird. There's that three black guys so in the band. Come even on. Though, even though Two he black was like, guys. Even though he was raising his hands Wait like me going, look at that guy. <laughs> the, the legitimate question I have is, I've got a little one on the way. And other than Star Wars and Indiana Jones... Name it what? David Matthews. I like, how you, <laughs> I like how you span uh. all genres. Star <laughs> Wars and Indiana Jones. Well, hey, that's what I love. So, so what... what your wife's giving birth. Are you just going to stand over her and go, Crash out of my wife. Hike up your skirt a little more. <laughs> and show the crown to me. I would have gone with an ants marching parody. <laughs> <laughs> what, what other basic stuff do I need to? I have a fresh slate to corrupt. Well, after Star Wars and Indiana Jones, get him on Witness and the Fugitive. Here's the, you know, here's the problem is that is that we as kids a lot of times rebel against what our parents force on us. So in a weird sort of fuck with your kid's mind, you should force sports and shit onto him as a kid yeah. so that he'll reject all that in his teen years and get into the really good nerd shit. Because if you make him watch Star Wars, like if you force him to watch all the stuff as a kid and like, no, this is Battlestar, it's important. Yeah. Like he's going to get all confused yeah. and angry at you and be like, I want to go to... Fuck you, Dad. He's yeah. going to hide his football underneath <laughs> his bed. What is this? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Dad, you're such a fracking jerk. <laughs> oh my God, I've never loved you more than in this moment right now, son. Papa's little boy's growing up. Uh, you know, fucking the Disney version of Robin Hood. I don't fucking give any any kid a boner. You know, good comedies like uh, Ghostbusters and Fletch and Caddyshack. You're gonna want to throw on your kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then All the family-friendly ones. Uh, what? Show them the Marx Brothers, please. Someone do yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. That's something you can watch. Oh, and like, I, like all old Mel Brooks stuff. You yeah. know, my dad showed me all my that stuff. Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not quite old Mel Brooks stuff. Yeah. Show them Star Wars and then show them Space... No, no, fuck with them. Show them Spaceballs and be like, this movie's based on Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah. Like, show them Star Wars second. And his son will be like, what an interesting version of a parody. I'm assuming yeah. you're having a son. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, so. those two uh, those two robots are so funny. Yes, son, that's C-3PO and R2-D2, the first uh, out and proud cinematic gay couple. Yeah, there it is. Why does he not sound like Joan Rivers? <laughs> <laughs> this poor guy is trying to walk back to his seat like, I got it. Yeah, 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 I got yeah, yeah. it. Please, I got All it. Right. Please go forth with our All knowledge. Right. Well, nice thank you. Congra nice shirt, congratulations. Nice shirt, yeah. No. Uh, Except for the prevent. fact that zombies can't, uh, bears can't be zombies, so... No, it's a mutation in whatever the fuck that is. Take it off. Well, thank you for thank you for being here. Right. Congratulations on the on the young one on the way. Um, yeah, these other people don't really seem to care because they hate children for some reason, guys. You know that's where people come from. Wait, so guys, you guys, come on, adolescence forever. <laughs> We're never gonna die. You guys cheered the shit out of a birthday, but an actual birth, you're like, meh. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's your uh, what is your name? Hi, my name is Carla. Carla, what's your equipment? 
Well, can I give a quick shout out to my best friend? Her birthday is today, so. Yeah, yeah okay. Oh. Get under the mic. Okay. 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 Just get close to the um, mic. Happy birthday, Candace. Just follow me. Happy birthday, Candace. Yes. You did it, Candace. You're older. <laughs> Yo, happy birthday, Candace. Anyway, this is a question for Matt. Like, um, What's up? How did you begin, like, that journey to lose weight because I'm trying I'm trying to lose weight myself. Okay, I can tell you exactly I can tell you exactly what happened. <laughs> I uh was we, were, we were at we were at Sketchfest. SF Sketchfest. We were at SF Sketchfest uh, last January as a matter of fact. And uh, I was walking everywhere and it sucked. And oh, I yeah. was like And then you got that chocolate bear claw. That was a I true remember. story. Yeah. I got a cho- I got a chocolate. I was walking. We were walking past this place. And there was a chocolate covered apple fritter, and I was like, "That fucking needs to be inside of me." <laughs> and then halfway through, he was like, "Oh, oh, fuck!" I was oh, like, "Fuck, what I do?" I ate it, and I was like, af- "I ate half of it," and I was like, "This did not live up to any of my expectations yeah. whatsoever." And then that. I was. We did the podcast with Tim Ferriss. We did the podcast with Tim yeah. Ferriss, which, if you haven't listened to, listen to it. Yeah. Uh, and he was talking about things, and I was like, you know what, this I could probably do this. And then what actually clicked in my head, because I'm, I'm a little weirder probably than most of you. And uh, Actually, you know what, what the fuck am I talking about? You guys listen to us. We're all that weird. What clicked in my head was the way I treat my car, which is I, I genuinely... He fucks it all I do the time. sometimes. <laughs> no, I genuinely like, love my Jeep, and then I was thinking about my guitars, and I was thinking about like... I wouldn't put shitty gas into my Jeep. You know what I mean? I wouldn't put like garbage in there. I wouldn't let it not get washed for weeks and stuff like that. But I, I, took, I take showers every day regardless of how fat I was. <laughs> Side note. Point, the point is that I started to think of my body as something that was like, oh, this is this thing that you have that if you maintain it, it gets better. So that's sort of the brain, that's sort like of the brain switch I had. Sure, if I could get one, that'd be great. If anyone has a lefty out there, let me know. Looking for a 325 jet go. Okay, anyway. Uh, but yeah, so I just sort of, you think of, think of your body not so much as a body. Just think of it as like this thing that you have, and you got to maintain it correctly. Otherwise, you'll just die. <laughs> All right. Perfect. It's true. And that, you. Yeah. Just like try it, like kind of dare yourself to do it. Yeah. And then, like, because I did it for a while. And it, yeah, you, and just literally, like, you just start losing weight. But then even if you don't stick with it, you learn during yeah. that time that like, just like, oh, well, if I just did this, it would make a world of a difference. Yeah, get back. It's a little steps, little steps. And then, and then you eventually the whole thing is, is, is done. And that fucking cheat day is the best. Yeah. <laughs> but also make sure you're doing it because it's something that you want to do. Yeah, not, absolutely. Because I yeah. think you're adorable. And I don't think that, you know, like you shouldn't, you shouldn't, um, you shouldn't, like if anyone's, yeah, listen. Know. Just make if, sure you're doing yeah. it for you. Okay? If Greta wasn't around, I would totally do you. <laughs> well, she's not around, Matt. But she does listen to the podcast. This I take it all back. I'll cut that out. I'm not, not going to cut that out. See, this is why I'm asking you because, um, like, I've never, like, first of all, I have my first job. I make burritos all day. So nice. Like, like, I stand all day. I worked at an ice cream store all day, and let me tell you, I got fucking sick of ice cream fast, and yeah. I lost a lot of weight not <laughs> eating ice cream. Yeah, so, like, my body's not really accustomed to standing all day because it's, like, my knees hurt. And Get yeah. comfortable yeah. shoes. Yeah. I stood all day at the Apple store. I'm and they should, have like a, they should have, like, a, a it's mat. It's a burrito ground. place. They don't have a mat back there. Yeah. The, uh, They're supposed to. Comfortable shoes are your number one friend. I would get some Asics. So go to the Whole Foods, get some Toms. <laughs> don't get, know, some, don't really get Toms. Do you have an iPhone? Do you have an iPhone? iPod 
touch? Give me an iPod touch. Oh, give me an iPod touch. Yeah. If you get the Nike app and you get those Nike shoes, they're not any more expensive than regular shoes. Like it, they can track your um, oh, like and your the, walks and stuff. And the Lose It app is fantastic. Yeah, Lose It app is really good. You just track yeah. everything and then it's all and in there. there. You go. Yeah, because yeah, like, listen, I was uh, one year ago today. I was 97 pounds heavier than I am right now. Wow. So. And you can do it too. No, 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 guys. He just he just broke up with a skinny girl. That's what he meant. Oh. oh. <laughs> no. no, no. Greta's pounds. like a buck twenty. Greta's Shit. adorable. Oh, yeah. Greta got so many like I felt uncomfortable what people were saying about her in the nerd <laughs> so TV show audience. Funny. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Thank you. Guys. Thank, you. thank you. We always stay, overstay their welcome. No, I know. Yeah. It's the guy I was talking about. Good to meet you too. Oh my gosh. Wait a second. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my question is nowhere near as serious as that. Out of all the old classical doctors, which was your favorite? Well, Tom Baker was really the one that we got in the States, you know? Like, it, so, it, it just in, in the old days, before new media, um, we, ha I know this is crazy, especially the 18-year-olds, we had to watch whatever was on television. <laughs> and if you missed it, you never saw it again. So we just, you know, we got Tom Baker on PBS. And I so like uh, going back and watching them. I enjoy the third Doctor quite a bit. He uh, had a, yeah, he had a car. John Pertwee. Yeah. That's John Pertwee. That's, that's, uh, that's Craig Ferguson's favorite Doctor because that's the one that he grew up with. Yeah, I might, I might like some of those if the shows weren't so fucking boring. Oh, oh. Jonah. Thanks, guys. It was great to meet you. Thanks, <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Hello. Hi. Um... I don't know if you remember me, Chris, but I was the one with the big Dalek plushie at Arlington Draft House, and I gave you the TARDIS plushie that you brought up at the podcast. The TARDIS, oh. the TARDIS plushie is still in my apartment yeah. uh, on my couch. Um, That's true. I told you that I made stuff for Jonah and Matt, so I did. Um, so I actually have stuff for all three of you um, at the meet and greet. Um, also, um, if it's a severed head, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> Will you really it's like a gun rack. Um, a gun rack. What if she like, <laughs> loves the podcast so much and she just brings Dave Matthews sever head and like, yeah. it's for both of you. Uh, no! That's and the then worst. I just start like, drinking the blood. I go, <laughs> Guys, listen. The only left-handed Dave Matthews signature Martin is on eBay right now for $10,000. Did everyone else just fall asleep? Let's, uh, seriously, if each of you gave me $10,000. All right. So what's, uh, your, what's your question? Okay, um... First, the other comment I have is thank you so much for your book because it's really actually helped me a lot. Oh, with well, thank finding you friends and actually anyway. trying to get forward with what I want to do with my own personal business. Cool. So that really means a lot. Um, secondly, um, here's the question um, for all three of you. Um, it's it's a Doctor Who question. Um, what? Yeah, I already said the old one's okay. You guys always bring up like your favorite episodes, like Blink and everything else. But what was your key on favorite favorite episode that you can watch all the time with no questions asked and what is the worst episode that you've ever seen that's a new series that you're just like, you're no. of you're like, oh. I can answer both I, of I these think questions. I loved, I loved Empty Child, which I think was also written by yeah, Moffat under the, the Davies administration. Ever. The mummy? Yeah. Are you my mummy? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a two-parter. That's, you know. And uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Worst ones, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I just, I have such an affection for the show that I, I feel like I don't ever see one and go, what the fuck? Yeah, like it's it's rare because it's just each episode is a delight, and it always has it. W no matter how shitty the story might be, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? no, 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 no. Like like comparatively, like if it's not oh, if right, you're not right, as right. into it, if it's not classic, like unlike uh, you know Lost, it's like it's fucking that storyline ends, and you're like, oh, that's over. On to the next story, 
And you don't have to be, you know, like, it's like, well, this is going to keep on going and be horrible. Yeah, I lost that thing that wrapped up. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 but, like, it's like lost. It's like, it always... It's a long arc. That, yeah, it's that, a long yeah, arc. It's like stuff, stuff gets resolved at the end of every yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah every, every, but um, I'd say uh, Curse of the Black Dot. I could do without that. I could do without Rose, the pilot. Oh, God. I'm that guy. I'm sorry. I fell asleep a lot. Well, the pilot, the pilot with but, the living plastic was a little... Like, it was a pilot. It felt like, well, this is a pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the episode that, honestly, I can watch constantly is The Lodger. Just for some reason, I just fucking... Constantly can watch that. He looks so good in shorts, you guys. Uh, well, thank you for being here. Yeah. We'll, see you, we'll see you afterwards. We have time for a couple more questions because we have a very special surprise for you. Very special surprise for you. Hi. Hi. Hello. Well, my comment or question was actually just taken Quibbit. by the person in front of me. <laughs> so I'm going to think of one really quickly off the top of my head. Um, but first, I did want to say thank you for single-handedly making sure that everyone else in my office thinks I'm more batshit crazy than I already am for laughing blatant out loud in the middle of a quiet environment. Oh, that's yeah. nice. That's great. I'm glad we could do Thank you Next very time much. you do it, you should just turn your computer off <laughs> and just see if I can just laugh like you do. <laughs> <laughs> She's not even looking at a weird cat. She's not even looking at a weird cat. We're going to get coffee. Okay, so a quick question, because it just topped off the top of my head. I've been watching a lot of Stargate the past, like, how long? And I don't I'm sorry. I ever okayed that answer for the question. I was going to ask if you are a fan of Stargate, not a fan of Stargate, completely indifferent of Stargate, have no clue what What's the a Stargate? Stargate is. That was, yes. Like, um, the, like the movie? I like <laughs> No, 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 it's when uh, two buttholes kiss. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, the thing we do. I love stargating. Girls. Yeah, I love to stargate. Yeah. Um, but when you do it, it's star rape, really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I mean, I loved, I, lo I really enjoyed the Stargate movie. Um, Stargate series was, I just didn't. It filled my MacGyver void a little bit. <laughs> oh, Richard Dean Anderson. I do love Richard Dean Anderson. Who doesn't? Um, but I never really, I never really watched the, uh, the, the Stargate series. I think it was one of those things that I always just thought, Ah, yeah, I'll I'll sit down one day and just watch it all at once. But uh, I suggest you do. Oh Whoa. well, duly noted. Stargate and then continue and then ignore universe. Stargate okay. was that in Farscape too. I never got into. Woo! Yes. Farscape's cool. Start with Stargate, then go to Farscape. Yeah, well, Farscape's yeah. awesome. Okay. Well, cool. Thank oh, you very much nice. for being here. Fezes are cool. Fezes are, and so are bow ties. Bow ties are cool. Um, nice. A homemade fez. Awesome. C couple more questions. Yes. So, Hi, guys. Hello. Uh, I have a question for Chris. Yes. Um, thanks to Nerdist Industries, <laughs> I've been listening to uh, the Thrilling Adventure Hour. Yes, Thrilling Adventure uh, Hour. There you go, yeah. The old-time uh, old radio show podcast. done in the style of the New Time Podcast. And it's amazing, and I really enjoy it. And um, I was wondering, what's, what's it like to be on that show? What's it how soon do you get the scripts? What's like the performance? Yeah, what is that like? Chris? We're never asked, so what's Jonah and I have fun. no idea. <laughs> well, they only have the best people on the show <laughs> in the industry, and so it's a real honor to <laughs> to be involved in what is truly the creme de la creme of comedic performers. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. Backstage, it's uh, so thr thrilling. Adventure hour has been going on for quite a few years. Thrilling Adventure Hour started at this place called the M Bar, which is where Comedy Death Ray started, where we started Comedy Death Ray, yeah. you know, years and years ago. Where Ackerman started, but we all performed there when it started. Um, and then uh, Thrilling Adventure Hour then moved to Largo, and it's so unbelievable. You get the scripts a couple days before you do like one rehearsal, and then it's like day of. 
and it backstage, it's it feels like what it must have felt like to do like old vaudeville theater. Like people run, I, I need to be on stage, running back and forth. Everyone's dressed. It's not vaudeville, like radio theater. Like it really right. is. Like everyone, you have to wear suits. Um, and everyone's it, on heroin. <laughs> <laughs> but we called it pickup juice. Yeah, pickup juice. <laughs> it was old timey. So it really is an amazing experience, and and they just get the most amazing people. Like. Paul Tompkins and Padgett Brewster and Beyond Belief are so mind-blowing. Uh, yeah. But everyone's great on, the, uh, on yeah. the show. And If anyone else hasn't listened to it, you should really... That's a fucking great podcast. Um, it's yeah, really uh, a dream of mine to see it live someday. Yeah, I hope they tour it at some point. But if you're in Los Angeles, they, it's, they do pretty regularly monthly at Largo, and it's really, it's really great to see. So, uh, cool. yeah. Right. Thanks. Thank of course. Thank you. Next! Whoa. Hello, Chris. Hello! Oh, wow. God, that was loud. But um, we don't... I'm gonna do my best and not gush because I want to treat you guys like normal people, and this is meeting hero. We're not so. fucking normal. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> not normal, but you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, my name is Mike Matica. Nice to meet you. Hey, Mike. Hi. Um, I've got a two-parter. I'm gonna be that douche nozzle. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, first question. All right. Um, this past summer, got into Doctor Who, changed my life. I'm immediately better because David Tennant's a god. Um, anyway. <laughs> I want to show people how amazing Doctor Who is, but I'm having a hard time picking which first episode to show them because I want to show them Matt Smith because he'd be like, hey, look, stick with it. The show does get a budget. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> well, Jonah, the first episode Jonah watched was Blink, and he was, he was sucked in. Yeah. I, I mean, I tend to think... I mean, the pilot's all right. It could scare people off, but I think the second episode is really yeah. great. It does, but... They go to the year five billion. Like, yeah. it's... It's, it's fucking amazing. It does, but, like, you know, there's a weird thing where you, all of a sudden, you know, you're used to watching 16.9, you're used to watching widescreen, and when you go back to that first episode, that second episode, the first season, it's 4.3, and it, it's a little off-putting because it's not in HD, and it just, like, it just like you're like, oh, and then everything looks a little bit worse. It's a great season, but it really, Blink is just, because it's so standalone, and you get a vibe for the entire show, and it's as scary as uh, Stephen King's It Was when I was a kid... Like, it just fucking, I think it's the perfect thing. It's like, it's like, oh, I get it. It can be fun. It can be scary. It can be exciting. It could be all these things. And I didn't have to know anything else. I didn't it's, have to know the history at it's all. It's really tough to rope people into Doctor Who if you show them the classic episodes because they just, they move slowly because it's old television. And Watch this set fall. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so, let's travel to the other side of the set. 15 minutes uh, later, a new scene. Yeah. So it's you know I, I would say I would say uh, you know it's blink is the answer, answer. But blink, blink blink is blink the is answer. answer. Cool, yeah. awesome, All right. do it. So second question, a little more. More like do blink. <laughs> Hang on, this question's personal. Let's hey, hear it. Hey, hey, oh, come on. Sorry. Come on, I'm up here. I I walked up here. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I'm actually moving to LA in September to um follow my dream to become a cinematographer. Do you have any advice? I'm what kind I, of a dream is that? A foolish a one. Great make dream. no money and become a I think that's a great dream. It's a great dream. I know, I think I know your a dreams number of cinematographers. are worse than mine. <laughs> and mine are terrible. No. His are actually something that can be attained. Uh, <laughs> I think it's like that's that's great. All you should really do is just shoot everything and like it's like even though you might not want to be an editor, maybe you might not even want to be a director, but just like shoot stuff, edit it together, put it together in iMovie or, you know, Final Cut or whatever you have. Like, make cool shots. Make a bunch of different types of things. Show people what you can do. You can even shoot stuff on your phone just to practice composition and just yeah. see. I think he's, like, oh, I'm, he's I'm better than that. that point. I'm really good. He's, but over, that's he's making the But, point. like, you know, like, Vimeo is also, that's, like, the film. In, in L.A., that's everyone I know that's a filmmaker uses Vimeo yep. because of the, uh, the quality of the video. Uh, 
But um, yeah, it's a it's a great move. And when it's you, a great and, move. you know, like work for free as a camera PA, like work with like get experience doing that, like work on student films, AFI. Yeah, become uh, involved great... in Channel 101. Channel 101 is a is a, a great community of short filmmakers that just it's it's a Dan Harmon, the guy They're who created Community, in it too. and Rob Schraub, the guy who co-created uh, the Sarah Silverman program. Uh, these are guys that, like, every month there's people that uh, submit five-minute episodes of just, like, whatever, and everyone votes to see what they want to come back. It's just the best training ground you could ever be involved in. Channel101.com. Just become a part of that. What? Yacht, Yacht, Yacht Rock came yeah. from there. Lonely Island came from Channel 101. It's like a lot of these things are uh, it just – it's great. You should really – and they're always looking for people to shoot stuff. So and there's the answer. All right, thank you. It is. Channel101.com. All right. Well, there. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Good luck. Good, Good luck, luck to you. And come by Meltdown and yeah. see us at Meltdown. See you in L.A., man. I mean, honestly, I think maybe just two more questions because we have a special surprise. No, there's a special surprise that someone's been waiting. I don't we'll want, blaze I'd... through him. We'll blaze through him. Okay. What's up, weirdo? Well, yeah. Doctor hey. Who. See you hey. next. <laughs> What's your... Uh... I've waited in line for so long. And I, I know. Can't... Well, that's a good thing, actually. No one so. else get in line. You, right. you look like the... Uh, Serena to Jonathan Colton's Samantha, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Well, um, I just want to say that I love you guys. I'm, I'm, unlike the last guy, I want to gush because I think you guys are great. And I'm here with two of my best friends who are over in the corner. And I've, I've been gushing to everyone I know about the fact for the last two months that I'm coming tonight. And I can't believe that people are not sick of that. But anyway, my question is, a really weird one, and I totally do not get uh, offended if you edited this out. Sure. Um, <clears throat> I am a teacher. I will not suck your dick. <laughs> we all have I don't a, care what you teach. Uh, we all have a good Well, see, here's my issue. I love you guys, and I've been obsessively listening to you for the last four months, and listen to every episode. I love everything you guys have said, and especially in the last few months, I've been noticing some things that you said about like education, about culture, about the way people deal with stuff, and the way that people interact with media, the way that people interact with information, and the people interact with the general cultural information of the world. And I teach English and journalism, and the thing that fascinates me is that I love my kids, but there are things that they just don't understand. They have no concept of it, they're not in the world like that. And the problem is, is that I would love to do something like you guys have said, start my own uh, podcast, start my own blog, whatever, but I legally cannot do that. Uh, I don't know if you're aware, but teachers, uh, firefighters, policemen, et cetera, are considered um, semi-public officials. Mm -hmm. So we literally cannot do things that we could say, like, I hate my job, I hate this, I hate that, because literally we are considered public officials where we cannot badmouth anything, we can't say anything about our jobs, our students, et cetera. And I would love to be able to Just do pretend you commentary. work at the fruit store. <laughs> Just do well, a fake name. You know, they're not going to search it. Well, see, you're funny. It's funny that you say that. I was talking to one of my friends today at school, and she made the comment, well, what if you just did it anonymously? And the problem is that if it ever got back to me specifically, I could be fired. Like, we, if we were to get a picture, I'm not joking about this, if we were to get a picture of ourselves taken at a bar, we're not drinking, we're not doing anything, if one Take of a picture of him over there, guys. Uh, <laughs> I could be fired from my job. So this, okay. even asking this question, you could get fired. Potentially, yes. Yeah. Okay. But my thing is, is that I love what you guys are saying. I love what you guys do. And I want to do something that I can make commentary about stuff and see if we can find a grassroots movement kind of thing to uh, why, why don't we encourage your students to start a podcast, and then they'll learn about uh, media and journalism, and then you, then you can force them to live out your dreams. Or do, do, a, <laughs> do a podcast... Yeah. 
No, help Great your kids. Do no, a no, podcast where you don't dude. complain about uh, enlightening the youth of America. <laughs> Do hell, no, yeah. I think that's a good idea. To teach your kids about yeah. the blogosphere. Yeah, yeah. I do. Then the make them start blogs, and then you are the editor-in-chief. <laughs> Valid points. Great. Um, I just I want to again say thank you so much oh, because you guys have given me so many options, and I appreciate it. Guys, he's a teacher. Thank Let you. him speak. Teacher, thank you very much. Give him a round of applause, Listen, assholes. Only a teacher could have withstood all of the heckling. <laughs> what do you got? Argyle. Hi. Okay, really, uh, really, really quick. I'm so sorry. Really quick. Um... You always say, oh, I'll just cut that out later. I always laugh, because you never cut anything I out. But know. then I God think, damn it. He does, do, though. Does he cut things out? Yeah. And we just don't know? There are some things, but it's very rare. Yeah. Okay. It's I, made very a rare. I made a bunch of, like, a raping dead babies joke once in San Diego, and he cut it out, and he'll cut this out. So thanks a lot for your equipment. All right. Thank you. <laughs> That's but true. For the most part, I don't. I just forget. I really do just forget. Okay. I'm sorry. This has got to be the last question. Otherwise, we can't. We can't. So, uh, hi, this question is for Matt. Um, yeah. Okay, one more question after that. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally <laughs> <Right>. kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Rather than uh, dropping your per diem on black, yeah. why don't you go to the clinic and get your health problem taken care oh, of? Oh, he's all fine now. He's all fine now. Uh, I, can, I can report back. Uh, I'll clear you guys. <laughs> all right, good. Oh, yeah, please air that so people stop asking me on Twitter. Also, the joke I made about my urine not even sounding healthy was literally a joke. Yeah, it, I, my That's urine's okay. fine. They're just concerned about you. Um, no more blood, guys. Thank we you did so it. much. Thank you so much for your equipment. Sorry, I, guys. We'll answer questions when we're like we'll be up here signing stuff. So. Oh yeah. After the show, the way it's gonna work is um, we have t-shirts for sale. You don't have to buy one. You can, but you don't have to. We'll sign whatever you want. We'll take pictures, and then we'll literally just come back out and you can and do it up here on the stage. So you guys. You, uh, Come up this way. We're gonna do it up here, you guys. Way, come up the other way. You come up this way, and uh, then we'll do the we'll do the pics. Signs and pics, yeah. and it's well lit. So if you have a fucking shaky, shitty camera. Um, <laughs> so there, we have a very special guest now who has been so incredibly patient and has been here for a few hours. Uh, there, there are two people that someone told me uh, the day before I left. They said these people are gonna be in town uh, for Magfest. Uh, which is a music and gaming fest here in D.C. Uh, so, I, and I got so excited, I emailed uh, her publicist and was like, please, I want to have her on the show! I, I typed it that way just so I could express the emotion. You said it like O Fortuna. <laughs> I must have her on the show! I must have her on the uh, If she is not... I might just blow my fucking fucking head off. I couldn't think of another <laughs> couple syllables. Uh, so, this lady's husband, uh, you may know as the voice of Sniper from Team Fortress 2, it's John Patrick Lowry and the voice of GLaDOS, Ellen McClain! <laughs> Oh, you guys, please come over here and sit down for a minute so we can talk to you. I am, thank you so much. Oh, please, hugs, hugs, oh, hugs. I'm never gonna let go, I'm never gonna let go. You'll have to have me surgically removed. You guys, uh, please, yes, please, please, over here. First of all, you guys, it is such an honor. I'm like nervous. We were talking backstage, but now all of a sudden I'm nervous. 
thank you for staying here for so long. I felt so bad that you guys were, were backstage while we were out here just making vagina jokes, and I feel so bad about that. But, I, but you guys... I have one of those. <laughs> Oh, biting my tongue. Um, <laughs> um, but, but you guys, uh, you've both done voices in, in so many video games that, that people, especially you, uh, Left 4 Dead and Halo Reach. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like a mandolinist. I, 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 I do a lot of games, and I'm not famous. And you know, Ellen's the, you know, the guitarist. She comes in and plays one note, and everybody loves her. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you guys, how long have you been doing the voiceover thing? Uh, well, really, I got into video games uh, early on. Uh, Sierra Online was up in Seattle back in the mid-'90s. And uh, yeah, remember them? And uh, I think my first video game, I, I can't remember which came first. It was either Spy Fox Breakfast Cereal, mm -hmm. in which I played uh, the memorable Artemis J. Big Pig. <laughs> or it might have been Betrayal at Antara, which, uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Right, and, uh, and so, you know, that, that was really back in the early days when, when they really didn't know how to use actors at all. And uh, uh, they, they, you'd go in, and they'd give you a bunch of lines, and, and, and you know, you as the actor would say, well, wh who am I talking to? And they'd look, oh, uh, well, the writer's not here. I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> uh, you know, okay, well, it says, uh, I want you. <laughs> you just had no idea what was, what was going on. One, at one point in Betrayal at Antara, I saw this, sign, this line, goodbye, son. And I said, okay, what, what's going on? Well, why am I saying goodbye to him? And they, they had to call somebody. So why is he saying goodbye to his son? He's okay. either leaving or dead, I don't know. Oh, right, right, no. But that's what they came back with. Said, well, here's, here's where the game branches. And your son is either going to go down the street and buy a loaf of bread and be right back, or he's going to walk through this dimensional gate and go to another universe and you're never going to see him again. So could you kind of say it so it would work either way? <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, goodbye, son. And they said, great, great, that's great. You know, <laughs> I mean, they, just, they just had no idea how to use actors. But that's, that's really changed uh, in, the last, in the last 10 years. I mean, people have really, you know, the, the, these guys want their games to be cinematic. They want them to be a cinematic experience, just like a movie. And, uh, and so they've, they've, they've gotten their stuff together. They know how to use this. Ellen, how did you get involved with uh, Valve? Well, I got involved with uh, voiceovers <laughs> <laughs> because my husband made me get a voice demo. Really? So it's all his fault. Honey, you, you'd be a great murderous robot. That's right. <laughs> See, I knew her. I lived with her for a long time. <laughs> I knew her special qualities, and uh, I didn't want her to hide her light under a bushel. Um, but you know, I mean, really, Valve is up in the Seattle. And we have an agent in Seattle, and when they were looking for voice talent, they just sent out auditions, and we auditioned, and uh, that's how it works, you know, just like that. Did you have any idea when you were doing the first portal? Did you have any concept of like, oh, this this game, this orange box game, is going to be the biggest, like one of the biggest things ever? Oh no, nobody did. I had already done uh, Team Fortress Two and Half Life Two for Valve, and then I got the audition for Portal, and they wanted me to sound like the computer-generated voice that they had been using in the game development, but they found out that that voice was copyrighted and that an actor would be cheaper. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, it's true. Yeah. how did you, was there anything that you thought going into creating, I mean, I know, I know GLaDOS's voice is, is auto-tuned uh, right. in, in, yes. in a lot of places, but right. what was your... 
It was really, you were just mimicking, you were just mimicking that I computer was, voice. I was mimicking the computer-generated voice. They wanted someone who could sound like that. So I am soulless, and I could. <laughs> <laughs> and part two, you know, there was such a, like GLaDOS was really, like between you and Steven Merchant and J.K. Simmons uh, in Portal 2, I really, and I've said this before, Portal 2 is one of the best not just video games, but the f one of the funniest written things and performant things that I've ever heard in that my life. That is Eric Wolpaw and Jay Pinkerton and Chet Falasek, <laughs> and they are very, very funny men. Was there anything that uh, that that got like what what was some stuff that got cut from Portal that you thought was funny that? Uh, no, they kept all the funny stuff. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the lame stuff is all on the floor. So yeah. the, the funny <laughs> stuff is all in the game. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I think that. Uh, well, I, and I have to disagree with Ellen a little bit. Uh, when Portal first started, and of course I don't know if you guys know the, the the story of Portal, but it was it was really created by four students at a school as a senior project, and uh, Gabe Newell was invited to the school to you know, because it's a school in uh, game design, to, to give his feedback, Gabe Newell is the head of Valve, and you know, to give his feedback to these, these folks of senior projects, and he saw this one, and he hired the four students on the spot, and he basically said, okay, now you have no budget, give me a game, and they, and they gave him something, and he said, okay, now you have a little bit of a budget, give me a better game, and it turned into Portal, but I tell you, I mean, when it started out, we didn't think anything about it, but by the time they gave Jonathan Colton's song, mm -hmm. Uh, still alive to Ellen, we, I could feel, I could feel, as like, you know, and she was, and she was telling me some of the dialogue, some of the monologue, basically, you know, the, the way that she was insulting the player and stuff like that. And the, and the whole idea of having this evil, you know, the, something that starts out to be helpful, it turns into be evil, and then is just insulting you on top of everything <laughs> else, you know. Uh, and then to have this totally passive-aggressive song at the end that says, you know, hi, I don't mind that you killed me, I'm really fine, you know. I mean, it was just so hilarious, and I knew, I knew it was gonna do something, but then we had no idea. The day that it was released, the day that it was released, we got an email from Denmark saying, people are in the street shouting, the cake is a lie, the cake is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> people in the streets of Denmark, just hordes of people. That's right. That's the cake. Hordes of boring Danish people, you know, <laughs> eating marzipan and, you know, saying the cake is and a lie. And Danishes. That's right. <laughs> Maybe they don't. Uh, they do. Do people, do, people, <laughs> do people run up to you and force you to try to do GLaDOS lines all the time? Well, no one recognizes me. Well, they will after this. That's right. <laughs> We're going to make you famous. <laughs> all right. Uh, but, but they have to hear her talk to recognize, so they don't recognize her face. But, and also in that tone, too, like in that sort of... That sort of killing you and giving you good advice aren't mutually exclusive. <laughs> oh. I gotta go. Something just came up. Um, <laughs> I, I meant an appointment. Uh, well, I, it, it is wonderful to have you here. And also, I also want to plug, uh, you have a book, John, that you've I written do. that is doing remarkably well on, uh, on the Amazon.com right now, uh, Dancing with Eternity. Does uh, anyone here novel. enjoy uh, science fiction? Some of these people like sci-fi. Seems like the wrong crowd, but... Uh... Yeah, wrong demo. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. That's these right. people love frat parties uh -huh. and bullying Sports. people weaker than they are yeah, 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 yeah. And, <laughs> uh, and the Kardashians. They love them. 
so I don't know if a lot of people are going to be into this sci-fi book you wrote, John, but uh, it's called Dancing with Eternity, uh, Eternity by John Patrick Lowry. Um, while I have you guys uh, here, since you did reference the Jonathan uh, Colton song, would, uh, would you please... Uh, do a special favor for us uh, here tonight. We are prepared. <laughs> I said that like I didn't know you were going to do it, but I still, I still had this fear that you're going to be like, we decided not to do that thing. Uh, but I would be so honored if you would take us out on the Nerdist podcast by doing uh, the credit songs from, from the Portal games, uh, if you guys would be so if kind. If you insist. Yes, I insist! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ellen McLean. John Patrick Lowry, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. He's getting the old man Oh, this is so amazing that you're doing this. I only perform with my husband. <laughs> I'm going to sit back here and just watch you creepily. <laughs> play it, play it. This, there's not going to be any of that hamster stuff, is there? <laughs> Except this time, I'm the hamster. This is so short. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a hamster. <laughs> the banjo, you got to pull He's got to get those, thing, you know, these things that you use to finger people with. What? Uh, duh, You mean fingers? <laughs> We won't tell you how we met. Okay, so. <laughs> you can consider this one a sing-along. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Aperture science, we do what we must because we can. For the good of all of us, except the ones who are dead. But there's no sense crying over every mistake. You just keep on trying till you run out of cake. And the science gets done and you make a neat gun for the people who still alive I'm not even angry I'm being so sincere right now even though you broke my heart and killed me and tore me to pieces and put every piece They burned, it hurt because I was so happy for you. 
baby black mesa That was a joke fantastic thank you so much thank you so much oh you're wonderful would you please if i if i tell you to if i ask you to say something as glados would you please say it enjoy your burrito thank you so much for coming out good night nerdist podcast people we'll see you in minutes good night Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say... Call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? Follow Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.